Hello and welcome back to season two of Fertility Talks, the Therapy Fertility Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Von Medding. Each week this season, I sat down with a different guest to chat about all things fertility. As always, our hope is that through this series, through honest conversation and information, we can strip away some of the stigma that sometimes comes hand in hand with infertility and fertility treatment in Ireland. Today, on our final episode of this season, I have the absolute pleasure of sitting down with seasoned podcasting pro, comedian, actor, all-around hilarious human being, uh, and our very own therapy fertility egg freezing ambassador, Joanne McNally. <laughs> <laughs> there you go for an intro. Love the intro. Am I an actor? I'm you sounded, delighted. You sounded surprised that. at actor. I can't well, act. you you started you you have been in you know shows and theater and right. Yeah, I have a weird attitude towards acting. As in, I don't know. I don't think I've I've tried. Yeah. I don't think I'm very good at it. Like, do you know, I don't know. I'll see. Well, I, I know never... a lot of actors who call themselves actors who are <laughs> certainly act. not very good at I, it. So I think I could play the role of a woman from the south side of Dublin in her late 30s, as in I could play myself, but I'm never going to like disappear into yeah, yeah, another yeah. role. I just remember, I, I, I filmed it, I was in this show called Women on the Verge. Uh-huh. And uh, the director just gave me a role that she hadn't, see, she just seen me do stand up and she just yeah. said, here, you can have that role yeah. there. And then on the day, I just remember her upset. She was like, you have to look like you're listening, Joanne. So I think, <laughs> whenever I end up, I can't look like I'm listening. It was the same in Republic Italy. They, I end up getting cast in things and then there's a lot of cutaways and a lot in yeah. the back of my head. But yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. I'm delighted. Put an actor, put it in, put it in, put you, in presenter, I put mean, in everything. Make yeah, it till you make it. Absolutely. Um, so welcome to the podcast. I've been very excited to sit down with you and chat. Thank you, Um... If people listening to this or watching this don't know who you are, they've probably been living under a rock, but there might be people. Oh, there's loads, trust me. Yeah? Yeah, I, I've yet to find them. I will, I'll take them out. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe for those people, um, could you maybe tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from? So I am sort of a stand-up comic mm-hmm. um, from Kalini originally. I live in, well, I live between Ireland and the UK mm-hmm. now, and I'm on tour. That's it, really. I write columns and what else do I do? That's it. There's not a lot to me, really. You're very busy at the moment. I'm busy at the moment. Yeah. I am busy at the moment. I'm yeah. basically a Ryanair bitch at the moment. I'm just on planes <laughs> going back and forth, drinking. You're not even, like, bumping up to Aer Lingus. No, I'm too tight. <laughs> I, I go Aer Lingus, I go when someone else is paying for it. But no, when I'm on my own, I, I'd literally hang on the wing of a Ryanair flight. <laughs> you don't care, you're going. just like, get me there. Yeah, get me there. Even yeah. if it's, like, saving 20 quid. <laughs> I know we see I'm so used to because when, when I started in stand up um, I had no money yeah. and I wasn't making any money so yeah. I, I'm so used to having to make a bit of money go a long way mm-hmm. when it comes to travel and accommodation yeah, for yeah, gigs yeah. so are you on the road like staying at like oh I was staying terrible in, hotels like and... kennels practically <laughs> I, honestly I remember being I was in Hammersmith because when you start the gigs you're doing, you're doing open spots for free. In the UK, you you have to work your way up in the UK. Yeah. Unless you go over as like Dara O'Brien or Tommy Tiernan, you're yeah, yeah, doing yeah. the open spots regardless of where you are here. Yeah, yeah. In the clubs. And um, they don't pay. And they could be in like Salford or they could be in Newcastle or wherever. Yeah. So you have to get there. And the trains in the UK are very expensive. Yeah. Do your, do your little 10 minute open spot for no money somehow put yourself up mm-hmm. all this jazz so I'm so used to trying to get around the UK for a tenner that I would <laughs> I, and I still have that mindset that I try and save cash on travel wherever I can um 
Yeah, but like, oh, what, what was it? Hostels. I was a big one for hostels. Yeah. But the thing about that, I'm lucky in the sense that I'm not precious about myself. Like, I would sleep under tables and have done, and I'm totally grand with it. I have a very, I think, apocalyptic <laughs> lifestyle, like a bunker lifestyle. Like, I could eat out of tins and live in a cave. It wouldn't bother me. Okay. Yeah, I'm cheap. Okay. I'm, I have a cheap yeah, lifestyle. Yeah. I have cheap tastes. <laughs> Is the vibe. Well, I'm sure you're saving loads of money on um, the Ryanair flights. I know. <laughs> they're practically for nothing. They're practically for... The gin and the flights more expensive than the plane. I know. I can't believe it. It's crazy, right? Crazy. Yeah. Um, so, growing up, did you ever think you wanted to have kids? We're just going to get straight, straight into in. it. Straight in. I love it. No segue. You're yeah. like me in stand-up. Like... Straight in. Um, yeah. So, I'm adopted, which I think mm. did have an impact in that regard because, because as an adopted person you've no biological connections in mm. your life. So you're very confused about who you are. You don't mm. look like anyone. You don't know what your abilities are. Yeah. You know, that's why my parents, in fairness to them, had me in loads of like after school activities because they were trying to figure out what I was good at. Yeah, if I was what good you at, liked. If I was good mm. at anything or was I just going to sit there like this lump <laughs> of disappointment <laughs> with no skills. So I was in ballet and I was in piano and all those things that I obviously dropped out of all of them. Um, so when I was younger, I was convinced I was going to have a huge family, which mm. was a vanity project, really. I was just yeah. going to, I was just going to clone mini, myself. Yeah. Again mini and versions, again. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, again and again and again and again. Yeah. Um, Von Trapp style. But then as I got older, some, some things happened. I was in a relationship. I kind of, there's an assumption you'll have kids because that's just what people do. Sure. There's an assumption you'll get married. Yep. There's an assumption you'll try and buy a house. There's mm-hmm. an assumption you'll get a job. All those things. And uh, kids were kind of thrown in the mix there. But then as I got older, I was in a relationship with a man um, who didn't want to have kids. Mm-hmm. And I thought, as you always do, me and him were going to go the distance. So I felt like, and he was very adamant he didn't. That mm-hmm. wasn't a kind of a, a whimsical, maybe it was, he was very determined he didn't. So I had to make a decision at that stage of whether I was going to have kids or not, if I was mm-hmm. going to stay with this man. Yeah. Um, and I So when I really started to think about it, I realised I had no great urge really mm-hmm. at that stage, yeah. which was my mid-30s, yeah. early 30s, mid-30s. Uh, not like some of my friends who I was always quite jealous. I, I've always fallen in between two stools. I was always very envious of people who knew one way or the other. Yeah. Just I, I'm fascinated yeah, by that. Decisive. Yeah. How do you yeah. know? It's the same way yeah. as this girl I knew when we were 18. She knew she wanted to be a radiologist. I was always upset. How do you know? We were. It's a bizarre. And like, she is a radiologist. Yeah, good for her. I was like, how do you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I've never been good from, I've never been one for making decisions. Mm. I'm quite indecisive. Yeah. I'm, I'm, nervous of commitment I don't like anything permanent um, and I mean there, is there anything more permanent than children no no, no. you can't get them lasered off that. no <laughs> you can't get a child lasered you off your back. back you can't um, but so when I when I really started to think about it I realised I don't feel strongly either way I'm mm. a bit new about it um, and then I did that documentary called Baby Hater because yep. Someone said something to me which really resonated with me. A woman said to me, you should have a kid because you'll never regret having a kid, but you could regret not having a kid. Mm. And as we know, obviously women have this huge tick, 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 tick mm-hmm. boom inside us. And um, I was like, that's so interesting. Do you never regret having a kid? Have you ne- is there no one in the world who's ever regretted having a yeah. kid? And that's where the idea for the documentary came from. And um, of course we did, as you always do, because the world is huge and very nuanced. We found people who sat beside their child and went, I, I regret, I regret you. <laughs> yeah. 
And the child, I know, but like, it was so interesting because well, I love the honesty. The honesty was brilliant. Yeah. Now, when it, it did take us a while to find her, yeah. it wasn't like there was an onslaught of women yeah, or yeah, men yeah, yeah. who were like dragging their child in on camera to say that it was it was a huge mistake. But we did find one who kind of spoken publicly about it. It was very refreshing. Mm. Um, I do think the reality. We we have so much information now, mm. and people's choices are different. And I think women that's why obviously we're working together is that women's culturally the we've changed so much but biologically we stay the same and I do think for some people they're questioning parenting now whereas before it was just a given you just got pregnant yeah you don't even have that conversation no one you would ask do you do exactly. you regret having your family because you just do it you yeah. just do it and if you or if you or if you're having a tough time or having a breakdown mm. you cry into a sponge and you get on with get it get over it and have another baby and have another baby yeah. and that's what you do and you lose your sense of yeah, self yeah. and no one cares yeah. and that's just what you do and it was almost um, something to be proud of mm. the fact that you were just a mother number one and that yeah. was all you were and there was nothing else to you yeah. blah 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 whereas that's definitely changed, changed. now um, and I think people are considering it more so and asking questions and people are people who are parents are talking about the pros and cons more and um, people with postpartum are talking more. Postpartum depression, is that what mm, it's called? Yes. Um, so there's a, a lot more information floating yeah. around, which also, while it's fantastic... Scary. It's also scary <laughs> because you're. I used to talk about it in stand-up, um, but it just wasn't that funny, so I stopped. But I was <laughs> like, the information you have now... Uh, you know, it, in some ways, I kind of wish you were just able to make an ignorant decision. Mm. I, I use the term ignorant, but kind of an, an, an misinformed decision mm. or a, a decision without all the information you have yeah. now. You just get pregnant yeah. and get on with it. Yeah. Whereas there's not a lot of getting on with it now. Because you certainly with my friends, there's mm. so much talk about parenting now. Yeah. And I've there's still loads of my friends who are like, it's the most amazing thing on the planet. Mm. And loads of my friends... Well, some of my friends who are saying to me, don't do it, it's not for you. <laughs> because because it wasn't for them or because they think they know you and they kind of feel like they know probably how you of, would be? Probably a bit of both. Yeah. But I think mostly because they know me. Okay. Or my lifestyle. It certainly wouldn't see my lifestyle at the moment. Yeah. But, and, th- and then uh, there's girls who are similar to me or women I should call us really who are similar to me who are trying to put it on the back burner for another while because mm. they're just not ready yeah. but their body yeah. is ready but yeah. they're not mentally ready yeah it's it's the awful like truth about biology that actually it would be good to like carry babies in your teens I know but you know psychologically no one would be ready for that now I know I always and, think the dream yeah. 15 just let it slip out you wouldn't even notice <laughs> <laughs> not a stitch in sight I know and we're like patchwork quilts in our late 30s I know I know I wonder though do people like I had my eggs because when I did baby hater so you got your fertility tested then I got my fertility so tested that, how did that feel like having having it done then was it, was, it just it was fine like but I remember because I mean we're all I was probably a bit overly confident about where my fertility because I feel young for my age mm. I haven't t- I haven't I don't I don't think live the life of most women my age like mm. I'm nearly 40 yeah like I'm 38 so yeah. um I feel I have a youthful lifestyle mm. mm-hmm. um 
then I kind of assumed my eggs would play along. <laughs> I just assumed they got the memo. 24. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That my eggs would be also yeah, yeah, yeah. young for their age. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're not. I, he actually, I remember the doctor actually saying I was lower. Okay, on the lower side of For scale, my age, yeah. yeah. Rather and, than and was that average like, or higher. Was that scary? Or was it just kind of at the time, just information? It was, it was, it, it made me sit up and take notice mm. in a way that I hadn't really before because yeah. I'm kind of ch- I'm kind of chilled out in in loads of parts in some parts of my life I'm completely deranged but in some parts I'm chilled out and I do kind of believe whatever will happen will just happen mm-hmm. and I'm kind of go with the flow and um you know what's for you won't pass you by kind of thing but when he said that he basically was like you need to make a decision and did you and I. <laughs> no, I st- no, I still haven't made a decision. I'm still on this fence. Yeah. Um, oh, oh then, then when he when he said you need to make a decision, he's like, you kind of need to start getting pregnant. Like, you need to start looking at doing it in the next year or so. Like, mm-hmm. basically, get your skates on. Yeah. And um, but 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 I was still in that relationship, and I really with the I, guy who definitely didn't want kids. Yeah, and at the time, I really prioritized uh, that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was still kind of. I would have I would have chosen him, him over, over a child, a pregnancy or a baby. Um, yeah, yeah. but obviously that relationship didn't work out. So then it was kind of back to me going, "Oh, okay, it's my decision again." Yeah, and still there was no great urge. No, yeah. And I remember speaking to someone about it, and I was like, "I don't think I'm very maternal. I have no maternal instincts." And she was like, "Well, you're not. You mightn't have a maternal instinct because you're not a mother yet." So mm-hmm. they kind of kick in. Like, why would you be walking around in the world without, with like these full of maternal instincts when you're not actually yeah. with child? And I do love kids. Yeah. I do love kids. I love the really cute ones I do love. Um, what about the ugly ones? I'm very superficial like that. <laughs> I just want, I just like the kind of the chubby ones in frills. That's what I like. Um, but, but then I just, it, again, it, I think I, I think, I think I have a problem with commitment and a child seems like the biggest one, the you, biggest can make. one you can make. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what do you do? Like, my lifestyle at the moment, I'm on the road all the time. I've no responsibilities. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um I basically live the lifestyle of a 17-year-old boy. It's it's brilliant. But do I want that for the rest of my life? No. Do I want to be pulling up to a venue on my own in my 50s playing gigs with no like with no company, no one no to go, one home, to go to? home to? Yeah. No. That's the big thing. Who do you die with if you don't have kids? Who do you spend Christmas yeah. with? Who do you do those things with? Is it okay to just be the the aunt getting pissed in the corner? I don't know. And I think Questions. the answer to that is, yeah, that's also okay. But is it what you want? That's the you thing. Know, and it's about having options. So at what point did you start talking about egg freezing? Because I know you've been kind of talking about it for a while. Throwing it around for yeah. ages. Um, because it seemed like a handy insurance policy. Mm. You're like, oh, hold on. I can just put myself, put the babies on ice. Put it on hold. Put it on and hold. And then decide. And then decide. Mm. Um, it kind of takes the pressure off a little bit. Yep. Not massively. Mm-hmm. Because there's still a lot that goes with that. But it's not a guarantee, yeah. It's not a guarantee. Mm-hmm. And also then you don't rest on your laurels and be like, oh, sure, it's grand. Sure, I have eggs yeah. freezing somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm grand. I don't need to worry about it. I'll defrost them when I'm 68. Yeah. Um, but because uh, I'm kind of a bit of a sheep. So whatever the girls are doing, I just kind of do whatever it's like going on at the time. I'll do it. So do you have friends who've done it? 
I've friends who've done mm-hmm. it, and um, one of the one of the girls, yeah, one of the girls. She, how many girls do I know? Who've done it? I get, I meet girls at shows who've done it. Yeah, who would say, oh, I've done that. Yeah, yeah I've done it, yeah. and. I've been told they're, you're by like they're friends. my best friends. I remember like <laughs> all my yes. friends. Oh my god, our little babies are on ice. We're so much going. Um, and I was told by friends I was recommended to do it. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those things. You get to my age, you don't have a kid. You're st- you're not sure you don't want to have a kid. You freeze your ex. It's just yeah. what people do now. Yeah, it's like Botox. You just do it. Yeah. So when you decided to become our egg freezing ambassador, you obviously had testing again. Yeah. So there's a few years in the difference. Yeah, how, so it's even worse now. How how was that? Were you more afraid getting tested, or were you kind of expecting the answers that you got? See, I don't know. Like, I you don't know what you'll you don't know how you'll react. If I'd gone in and been told there's no chance for you, mm. I'd be devastated. Of course you would. Even though I still don't know mm. if I'm going to do it or not. Yeah, I would hate for the choice to be taken away from me. Mm. But I still want, I, I knew that getting tested, I had to. It's part of the process. You just have to get it done. There's no way of avoiding that. Yeah. And there's no point putting your head in the sand. It's like yeah. your bank account or your tax bill. It's, you're, like I would put yeah, all yeah. that off. I'm a big procrastinator. Mm. I don't like dealing with anything. Yeah. Um. But you knew, and it's some, and then you're, you're like, do you know what? I'd ra- It's so much better just to have the information. Yeah. It's so much better to know how much you know mm. the, you know, the tax <laughs> man. Just know, just know instead of putting your head in the sand. Um, which I do a lot of the time but it hadn't really deteriorated that much it's still the same okay um, she did say she was like she, well, I did but she checked my left what are they called sack. <laughs> I was like what are you what are you about my to say testicle. She your, your my left testicle your left what over. your left ovary ovary there we go <laughs> how I know this little about my own body it's frightening <laughs> Someone asked me recently where you are in your menstrual cycle. I was like, I have absolutely no idea. I just know it comes when it comes. I don't know anything else about it. I've never named it. I don't know anything about it. My left Although ovary. I think it's weird to name your period. Yeah, it's probably right? a bit weird. Same as your car. Just get on with it. Just get in it and drive it. Yeah. It's not sentient. Um. <laughs> so, oh yeah, she was checking my left ovary, ovary first. <laughs> and I could see there was nothing there, basically. Yeah. And I was like, oh God, God, that's not good now. Yeah. And um, she was like, your left ovary, it's, it's, it's quiet. Which I've never, I don't think I've ever that been described as quiet, quiet before. But I mean, my left ovary is apparently quiet. And I was like, oh shit. And I was nervous then. Yeah. Because it was clear there was nothing going on in my left ovary. So you're ovary. like, what's happening on the right side? Yeah, it's dormant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My left ovary is yeah, yeah. dormant. Mm-hmm. So I was like, quick, quick, switch to the right, switch to the right. I need a bit of a boost here. So anyway, she went right and then there was a couple of eggs floating around in there. My God, touch wood. Jesus. So anyway, yeah. But uh, like I say, if she'd gone over to the left and been like, there's nothing going on in there, I'd be abs- I would have been distraught. Mm. Yeah. Because then the option is taken away from you. The option is taken away from yeah. me. And you like to just know it's in the background. Mm. It's just there. Um, and funnily enough, uh, someone would, someone, one of the girls was saying, oh, but you're like, you're adopted. Would you not just... Surely you just adopt a kid. I was like, it's not that easy. And it's very hard to adopt in Ireland. Sure, it's, it's impossible. That's what my, I remember my mother saying, yeah. she's like, you cannot adopt Irish kids anymore. Now, I don't know if that's, you can't adopt Irish, but we were just speaking anecdotally. Um, because at the time in the 80s, obviously abortion was very friend. Like I was adopting the yeah, 80s, yeah. abortion was very friend upon. Um, we were quite religious. Um, so people would kind of hide their kids in the family and mm, pretend they were mm-hmm. someone else's kid or they would hand them up for adoption or they would keep yeah, them or whatever yeah. um, whereas now of course people just keep them because there isn't the same shame yeah. or they've access to abortion in a way they never yeah. had um, so yeah so adopting an Irish child now is 
Very difficult, I'd imagine. Yeah. Very difficult. Yeah. Um, but also for me, it's the biological aspect. You really wanted that. Yeah. yeah. And I know, like, obviously, of course, if I if I decided I wanted a kid and um, it wasn't possible for me to do it, like, biologically, I would look at adopting. But I would love the experience of having something in the world that was genetically, genetically connected. connected to me. Yeah, of course. What a buzz. And if it came out looking <laughs> like the dad, I'm, I'm I'd be saying, absolutely raging. I'd be bawling. I'm laughing at this because I'm like, yeah, no, I get that. But <laughs> my kids aren't genetically linked to me. Your kids aren't. No, because no, we, yeah. we use my wife's egg. So I'm like, yeah, but I actually don't have a kid that's genetically yeah. linked. But, but I mean, I carry, and I carry, I carry that. And I do have, yeah. I, I'm linked to my, yeah. Yeah. How does that affect? Like, do you, that's so funny. You did, you forgot basically they weren't biological. I forgot, yeah, yeah. because it's not a, it's not a thing for me. Yeah, and my mother, yeah. in fairness to her, my mum says she forgets the word adopted. Yeah, she's like because we're she doesn't you she know, wouldn't differentiate between. No, yeah. she's like the fact that you didn't come out of me blows my mind. Yeah, but for me, it, it's a different. I think it's in a different. It's a different thing when you're kind of the one in the in the in the yeah, middle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that so yeah. Okay, so after going through this second round of fertility testing, have like has that pushed you either way? Have you are you going to make a decision I, about whether or not to do it? I reckon I'll end up doing it. Yeah. I do. I reckon I'll end up doing it. I reckon Oh my god, do you know what I was about oh my god, do you know what I was about to say? What? When I'm thirty five. I actually <laughs> I am deranged. I am thirty eight years of age. <laughs> That's really terrifying that I thought I was 30. But it's um, also good because you, you feel... <laughs> I'm going to do it at 35. Wow, in a DeLorean with a time machine, Joanne. You're nut job. So I would like to think... I think maybe 45. The other thing then is... Wait, hang on. You would like 45 for what? To ha- I think... So I'm very career focused at the moment, okay. right? And I'm working all the time. Yes. It's not realistic at the moment. I want to try, you know, at the moment I'm... We're getting like an, I'm getting an American agent, blah blah blah. Yeah, like yeah. I want to see if I can have a crack You're over going there. Going to Australia next Go year, Australia. yeah. Like all these things yeah. are already in place because the the this business you, they book so far in advance. Sure. Um, so it's not going to be in the next. You're gonna two have years. like a Las Vegas residency. I'd lo- I was actually. Oh my god! If you do. I want tickets. Promise me now. Hundred percent. Okay, there we go. Yeah. I've put it out into 100%. the universe. <laughs> I'd open. I'd be opening for Adele. Oh my god. Me and Adele are starting to look like each other. <laughs> both of us, as we both get more tweakments done, we're morphing into the same person. Um, but so there's a lot. You know, I have a lot of plans mm. for myself. Sure. Um, that don't involve a child, mm. but that's for the moment. That's. I just don't know if the job, while I find my job incredibly fulfilling mm. um, and it got me out of a very dark place because mm. uh, I, I said that to you already that I was in treatment for an eating disorder when I started mm. and it was instrumental in me getting over that um, I, and I don't know if this job would be enough for me for the rest of my life. I think there is more to life and mm-hmm. more to me. But this is just the, the period of your life that you're in right now. I have to commit to the job yeah. 100% now to put myself in a position to be financially independent, mm-hmm. uh, to be secure, yep. to be happy, to be content. And then I would yeah, get a so, blowtorch out and defrost <laughs> the babies. So if you were to think about doing this, it would be a matter of freezing something now. Mm. And then potentially looking at becoming pregnant. And you may not, like, you could miraculously become pregnant well, naturally at the age of 43, 44. Oh, you know, I, I 
that does happen. Of course it yeah. does. And like, I'm always, me and Vogue, I must send her the information because Vogue doesn't believe me when I say this. She thinks I'm talking out of my ass. Mm-hmm. But that when you come to the end of your fertility, you start shooting out more eggs. And sometimes you can actually become more fertile yeah! when you're going through, yeah. um, what what is it called? Premenstrual, perimenopause. Perimenopause, perimenopause, yeah. You can become like super, like your hormones are all over the place. I, so my, I'm sure she won't mind because I know that she's spoken publicly about it, but my friend Bridget, she got naturally pregnant with triplets at 40. Jesus. I know. With triplets. Triplets, she's the best story. That must be very, very rare. That I, it wasn't through fertility treatment. No fertility treatment. No fertility. Yeah, she said the two boys were in the same sack. So they found the two They're like there's one There's two And then the girl was in a they're third sack floating around And, and she, they're oh. like There's another one And Bridget screams Stop looking Stop <laughs> Turn yeah. off the machine If I don't know they're in there I can pretend it's not happening <laughs> But like that like So I've heard similar stories to mm. that um, I know several women Who got pregnant yeah. naturally At 40 Yeah um, Now obviously like, You know yeah. It's probably not the norm mm-hmm. But it does happen Um but yeah, I mean, even obviously working with you guys, it's, I think I, it's, it's, I'm thinking about it more mm. and more and I think I get it. I think I'd really enjoy being a mum. I think you'd be a great mum. I think I'd be a good mum. I think you would. Or I would be an, a, a terrible mum, but you can't know until you just get, you just try. But like, That's the thing, you should be able to try it. Yeah. And like, what even is a terrible mum or a terrible parent as long as you're keeping a kid safe and fed and loved like what what else is there the billy barrys i would have that kid in, <laughs> i would have that kid in the billy barrys on the way home from the hospital we wouldn't even cut the umbilical cord to have it in tap shoes i'd be like go in you on you go in there this is twink she's gonna be your other mother you get know, stuck in i feel like there's a lot of kids who would like you know want to be adopted by you oh thank you you know and then leave their families <laughs> I'm gonna put like, them all in yeah, stage yeah, school yeah. I always wanted to go to stage school I can school. just I can so did I and I never did I, I did I went in my teens like I had to like work for you know do jobs to like pay my way to get singing lessons and but like my only like thing that I wanted to do as a young kid I can remember and now like my own kids like are in it and I'm like do you have any idea how lucky, how lucky you, are? you are and and he was like I don't want to go to class no. and I'm like do you have any idea get in like dance how for much? mommy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I'd love it and I see them what stage are they you'd in- be such a dance mom well I'd love to be a dance mom and I am and I didn't think I would be but actually Ava was doing something and I was filming her and then I listened back to it later and I'm like yeah Ava go on go on Ava yeah no do it again get up get up do it again do it again come on come on no go in front no they're skipping you yeah and I'm like you're like directing them and everything yeah yeah terrible but you don't know until you do it I know but if you're gonna bring your if you're gonna put your kid in stage skill you want them to be decent you know what I mean absolutely do you know, you don't yeah. want to be the back of the donkey's ass yeah, in, the, yeah. in the panto. You want yeah. them to be the star. <laughs> she will be. She'll be the star. I can just picture you with like a tribe of children <laughs> rocking up in like the, the, the massive like, you know, I'd van with all the kids. And like, go on. But I'd on. want, I would, I, I'll, be, I'll be totally honest. I'd want a lot of help. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like how, like how people do it without, I don't know how, like the more I see friends of mine with kids mm. and I've, one of my friends, Claude O'Hagan, she did it on her own. Mm. Um, she's spoken publicly about it as well. And she's this baby Frank now and she does it 
everything on her she's amazing own. yeah I, I follow her on instagram she's um, oh my yeah, god yeah she's amazing yeah yeah i, I watch I think, it it's incredible i don't know i think when you're you know there's nothing wrong with doing it alone and actually i think it'd probably be better to do it alone and just know you've got it rather than do it with someone who doesn't necessarily yeah. want to be involved in that parenting yeah. team. And also what I do find interesting, which I'd never thought about until I got older, is that if you have a kid with someone else and then the relationship breaks down... Or You're forever linked to that person. Always forever. linked to that person and they get a say in everything mm-hmm. you do with that child mm-hmm. and like you know all the schools and you say you wanted to decide you want to emigrate to Thailand like whatever decision you want to make these are not decisions you can make you're kind of locked into yep. this other person do you know one thing I do know about myself mm. when I'm on my own not in a relationship mm. I've no urge to have a kid mm. when I'm in love with someone so it changes yeah it and does you wanna change like yeah something kicks connect in connect that all together yeah, yeah something does kick in for me yeah. because I know that you've learned through you know your chats about this and stuff that actually freezing embryos is probably would give you a higher success right? I know but but um, then if you use donor sperm to create embryos and then you met someone and fell in love with them and you wanted to use their sperm yeah. but you already have embryos you know have I you know. thought any more about that I have do you know what I'm it, it, the embryo thing I I don't know I this I'm kind of jumping around but I think I'm because of the career I'm in I've become incredibly emotionally independent mm. whereas I was quite needy before mm-hmm. and um a bit mentally I would say weak like oh, looking for validation in other sure. people and other areas mm-hmm. and everything um, and I don't have that anymore so I would have always assumed if I was going to have a baby it would be with a man it would be in a relationship etc because I always got so much validation from relationships yeah Whereas that's kind of changed for me now. So now I really think if I did it, it would be, I probably would end up doing it on my own. So the reason I went there with that is because I'm thinking now maybe I should actually. (laughs) It should be an embryo. Yeah. More than, more so than just an egg. Yeah. Because I have this feeling that I'm just going to bounce around with flings. I don't see myself being in a long-term relationship again. Really. I guess it's it's is it's this ho- public or is this is this a therapy session or is is this going to be Renee, like I'm so glad you asked you're like I didn't ask oh okay <laughs> she won't stop um but I think like there's no way to know and it's it's you know it's just a matter of of you know and there's no way to know how you'd feel about know. that because like if you if you had embryos you might feel very connected to them like like what's the know. crack with an embryo now so is that yeah. like uh, some sp- Swedish sperm mixed in with my eggs so in Ireland we don't use sperm from within Ireland unless you're Why using so it's just like a historical thing we you know the gene pool is so small within Ireland that it just wouldn't make sense to have an Irish sperm bank with Irish people donating like the likelihood of someone using donor sperm for someone that's related to them would be very high <laughs> in Ireland because it's such a small I'd country. love that because then the child have more chance the baby looking like me which is my girl so I'd be like yeah I think it's illegal <laughs> to- I don't care yeah <laughs> I'm a rule breaker isn't it was, is it in Finland where is it or is it Iceland the country's so small that they have an app that when you're about to hook up with someone, you, you can, can just check do a quick DNA to test. make sure. Yeah, I mean, we should have that. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, no, we yeah. should definitely have that. No, so if you were going to use donor sperm, you would use it from the bank we work with is the European Sperm Bank. So yeah, it's it's like amazing European um, sperm. Euro baby. 
yeah, but like, you know, really good quality good donors, quality sperm, yeah. you know. Um, do, when you say good quality, what do you mean? <laughs> Hot. Like, what are we talking here? No one under an well, eight. <laughs> no one under an eight can deliver it. Or no one under an eight. What do you call it? Which? No, sorry, no one under an eight can donate. That's a great slogan. No one under Renee can donate. No, no, as in eight out of ten, no one under an eight can no donate. No one under Renee. I was like, <laughs> am I? Am I the bar? Am I? The, I'm a ten. <laughs> like when you say quality of sperm. No, when I say quality of sperm, I mean like when you're looking at a sperm count, you you're looking for like that morphology, motility, um, and count. So you're looking that there's a lot of sperm in a semen sample. So like millions and millions. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. like the norm, I think at the moment is like 18 million per like tiny, like it's it's a lot. And yeah. all you need is one. Um, so you're looking at how many there are. You're looking at what they look like, which is the morphology. So if they're like, you know, the typical like little thing with the little tail or does it have two heads or is it like completely wonky so you're yeah. looking at what it looks like and then you're looking at the motility which is how well they can swim yeah so like if you're if an embryologist is looking at a sample and the sperm are all just like you know not moving that's yeah. not a good sample yeah you yeah, want yeah, them yeah. to be like going crazy and like yeah. trying to get the egg not me you're like so that's crack yeah not, we're not so that's it. what i'm talking about when i i mean like a healthy good sample okay um that's really what is important to make so a good two embryo. heads on a sperm a bad thing it is a bad thing <laughs> i don't mean like that you know the person who donated the sperm is necessarily hot on this scale but That's like disappointing I thought but, that was but no but me. you can't you can get pictures and you know so you know it's, it's I don't know why each I, to their own like, yeah of you know of, like but I mean if you had the option to pick a donor that was like your ideal like male physique like of course you're gonna do that of right of course I know yeah yeah um but yeah if you if you did that um and created embryos then you might feel a certain way more so about embryos than you would about eggs yeah because eggs as you know now we lose them every month when yeah you bleed them out yeah yeah but embryos are like a potential to become a person yeah. you know so i don't know you might feel differently you might feel more connected so can i go can i look at a uh, look at a brochure mm-hmm. yeah catalog whatever mm-hmm Pick, pick a man. You can go on to the your I can send you the link. You can go on. You can look at the the spurt. You register. <gasps> oh my god! Why didn't I do? Why am I doing this? Wait, there you go. Let's do this. Yeah. Oh my god! Have you just sold me an embryo? <laughs> I've you up- are amazing I've, at your job. <laughs> I've upsold you. <laughs> amazing. Do you know what's so interesting though? I'm seeing a guy at the moment, and uh, I remember like before, like before. If you were sleeping with someone, you'd be really paranoid about mm. like morning after pill, blah, 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 blah. And I've lost that. Does he know that you've lost that? Because <laughs> I think he might know. Because <laughs> you know what? That, that you're not being as careful. Yeah, no, he does. I don't think, he, I don't think he's that arsed either. I don't think, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. That, I don't think he's that um. Are you kind either. of like, if it ha- you know. I just found it interesting that I was like, oh, now don't get me wrong. I'm not yeah, like trying actually, to baby. Yeah. But I'm not as hysterical as I would have yeah, been yeah, yeah, at yeah. one stage. yeah, yeah. Where you're like gripping the table, white knuckling it down to the pharmacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Overdosing on whatever they give you. Whereas yeah. now I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'll um, go when I go. <laughs> <laughs> 
So in terms of the clinic, what did you think of Dr. John? Oh, I know you were a big fan. I love Dr. Yeah. John. I love those doctors who go by their first name because they're too cool. Well, do you know what he actually hates? Being, I, I Dr. Dr. John. Dr. John it's real casual or something you're like hey I'm not a, I'm not yeah. a regular doctor yeah. I'm a cool doctor yeah, 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 I'm yeah. Dr. John yeah um I know so since because obviously we people know I'm working with you guys and um they the amount of dms I got talking about him just saying how amazing he was and he genuinely cares yeah you know he's really good at what he does but he's you know a really nice he'd person have to care you couldn't be I just don't think you could be in that line of work and not be emotionally invested? I don't know. I think maybe sometimes after years of, of kind of dealing with it, maybe you become a bit hardened by yeah. it or, you know, disillusioned with it or whatever. Like, you know, that does happen. Yeah. Um, but he, he really does care and he's, he's quite funny. What an amazing job. Right? I know. Like helping people fulfill like their dreams yeah yeah no it's incredible i even feel just very lucky being able to you've access to him all the time yeah yeah how many kids you've two kids yeah two kids are they they are twins no five and three oh yeah yeah and we just got a puppy which is like the third child but i think if you've got two i like we grew up with dogs and it was huge like it's such an amazing way to grow up with animals yeah yeah, because you learn to love. Like you learn, not that children need to learn to love, but like well, they to do. Look they after. need. They need to learn empathy and yeah, yeah, yeah. to look after the yeah, dog and yeah. all. But no, I was so impressed with Doctor John. I knew I would be anyway. But he's just so kind and sound and yeah. normal. Yeah. Um. <laughs> did you watch back the video? You made him blush so many times. I was like, I think that I couldn't tell if he was blushing or he had really high blood pressure. I was like, he needs to be seen. He <laughs> was blushing. You just I know. <laughs> I don't know why. I think I was treating him like a man in the crowd yeah, of a stand-up like, show. Like, like he so was coming on to you or something. So he was like, <laughs> he was like trying to give you like really good medical I advice. I was you doing know, all like, this weird innuendo with him and all. He was like, like what I'm is married with yeah. three kids. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I really like him. So is he going to be the one? So, okay, so. I'll choose the... You're making your plan now. Yeah, this is the plan. So I, I hope that I can be involved in this child's life Oh, please now. do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you will insert it yourself, Renee. <laughs> I want the full service, please. R- Renee's getting privileges now to do embryo <laughs> transfers. R- Renee just putting on her little gloves on Instagram, on her Instagram live. <laughs> Cut to me in, <laughs> with my legs and stirrups. <laughs> um, no, so, so th- then... My egg gets so, taken out, mixed with the embryo, mixed with the sperm. Then yeah. it's an embryo. Then it gets put in a freezer then somewhere. Then it gets frozen exactly the same way that eggs would be frozen. So they're all frozen in the same, like they're like little straws. They get frozen in. They get put in these tanks. What's the expiry date on an embryo? There isn't. <gasps> no, there isn't. It's the same with eggs. And I think it's more like a moral kind of ethical question of how long, you know. So obviously if a person is no longer touch wood no, person is no longer alive or you know says that they don't want to keep them anymore they they would just be discarded it's so weird isn't it um but other than that like they can kind of exist indefinitely wow like Walt um, Disney yeah in a cryogenic what's he in a yeah. cryogenic cryogenic yeah didn't you have a know. yeah cryogenic yeah preser- cryogenic preservation I guess yeah is that what the saying is that what the is that what the embryos are in well, I'm not an embryologist, but I believe... What? <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> Why are you giving me this advice? Why did I sign up I'm to like, this? Where the hell am I? <laughs> 
Um, yeah, they're like fast frozen. So it's called vitrified. They're fast frozen in liquid nitrogen. Mm-hmm. So it's literally like they're put into this like long straw um, and they dip the straw into this liquid nitrogen. It freezes it immediately. And then they put it into a tank, which is just kind of stored in, in liquid nitrogen. Wow. And yeah, it's just stored indefinitely until you need to use it. Oh my God, this would be so crazy. Like if we yeah. all move to space, like the plan is you'd be taking your little tube up to space to frost it on Mars. <laughs> that's the future. There's space. That's what I was saying to Dr. John. I was like, this is space babies. Space babies. So yeah, whether you, so if you decide you want to go ahead with anything, you can either do eggs or embryos. And really it's the same process. You'd have to go through the egg collection medication the you know the kind of procedure to well, retrieve I'm do that anyways yeah so this is the thing if you're doing that anyways to freeze eggs and if you don't feel very strongly about waiting to see if you meet like you know the one yeah um so I'll do that. yeah so yeah yeah sign me up sign me up um bring me the catalogs I'm, <laughs> bring me the man book i am gonna send you and you can have a look yeah. yeah, I totally know. That's actually a much wiser thing to do. Well, it makes sense because it makes sense if if you then at some point need to use them to become pregnant, um, and you don't become pregnant naturally, then there's a higher chance that an embryo transfer would work. It's still not guaranteed. Absolutely, none of this is guaranteed. But there's a much higher chance that an embryo transfer would result in a live birth mm. than frozen eggs would result in. Yeah. So, you know, both are really good options. And I think what we would always say is it's better than doing nothing. What's the crack with the dad? Well, the, well, the, the man. The biological father or the donor. Yeah, yeah. What's his, what are his rights then? There, there would be no rights. So in Ireland, like if, if you become a sperm donor, um, you're, you will never be recognized as a parent, but it's called an identifiable donor. So the child would have access to the donor's information when they become an adult. So they could go and search this person out if they wanted to you wouldn't be able to so it's not like you'd be able to you know call them up and be like hey you want to join my family yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. that sort of thing but no they would have no parental rights you would you would be so if you were doing this by yourself you would be the only legal parent mm-hmm. if you were using donor sperm in a couple you would both be legal parents interesting hmm. yeah okay but it's all very well regulated and... and yeah, because I think it's important for a child to know where it came from. Yeah, and that's why this has been introduced, you know, because years ago only anonymous donation was allowed. It's, you're, I think and you're, we've moved yeah. very much away from that. I think you're at risk of having, and I think that's kind of what I was going through, um, you have an identity crisis. I think yeah. I had an identity crisis in my 20s. I didn't know who I was or what was going on. Yeah. And I think that was because I had no context for myself. So that's why I think... That it matters to know where you came from. Yeah, absolutely. Even just to see another human, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's where I came from. Yeah, or even if, you know, there's, you know, donor can see people who then find out they have uh, genetic half-siblings or, or whatnot and just being able to kind of find those those links. Yeah. You know, it's obviously, it's a very different situation, adoption and, and donor conception, but there are similarities with people who are conceived. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, the outcome of, of these different situations i suppose yeah but yeah it's more even for physicality you're like yeah. oh okay yeah i used to be so jealous of people who'd be told they were looked like someone do you know when you meet someone they're like oh my god you're the spits of you're the spits of your mother you're the spits do, of your do you look like your um your your biological parents. parents no your parents no 
because sometimes people are like I have a few friends who are adopted and they look so like them because they just take on their mannerisms yeah 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 and like no. they kind of morph into each other like yeah. my kids again not like genetically related to me but Ava like is me so weird. she is me yeah like it's crazy she also very much like my wife um but like she's just mini me because it's like she sounds like me she talks like me do you dress her like you yeah to be fair yeah and that is Although, a big no, thing. Although, no, she dresses herself now. But like But you. like me. Yeah. She wants to look like me, yeah. Yeah. I have another friend who is adopted and to say she's a spitz of her mother, like mm. we just didn't believe her when she said she was adopted because yeah. it was just, it seemed bizarre. And this is the thing, like you're, if, if you do have your own biological children, there's no guarantee they'll look like you. Well, then they're going back into the freezer. <laughs> rest assured. <laughs> Unless they come out literally wearing this denim shirt with this <laughs> eyeliner flick. I would, like, I'm not going to lie. I'd be very disappointed. I say that. I don't know. I'd probably be, I wouldn't care. But yeah. from this side of it. Yeah. It is, ultimately. And I mean, it was even when I went in to find my um, biological parents and the nurse, uh, or the nurse, not the nurse, the nun, was like, why are you doing this? And I said, I want to find someone that I look like, which I said, I think might sound very vain. And she mm. said, not at all. 99.9% of people who come in looking for their biological parents say that they that's their reason because they want to look like someone. It's just a human yeah. need or human yeah. urge. That connection. Yeah, that connection. Yeah. Because that's what gives you context for yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I feel like the child would look like me. I just feel like it would. Do you feel like you have strong genes? I feel like I've got a strong yeah. head, yeah. <laughs> strong. I've got a strong head. And when I found my biological parents... Um, Do you look like them? I look like I'm the spits of my biological father. Okay. And all his kids, we all look the same. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm the only girl. He's got a, a million boys. But if you were a boy, you would look like them. Yeah. yeah. And I do look like them. Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah, terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the spits of them. So I feel like that's... I've inherited yeah, yeah. that head. Yeah. And I would pass it down. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I wouldn't pass down my calves But I would pass down my head <laughs> Okay last question Yeah. Because um, obviously the reason you've done this partnership Is kind of to raise awareness And, and just to you know For people to have more conversations and Well yeah well it's know. very It's all it's all we talk It's all me and the girl It's all we talk about yeah. at the moment Yeah. We're just at that stage yeah. Like it or lump it We are yeah. at that stage It's all the talk is babies Fertility mm-hmm. Are you freezing your eggs? Everyone's just freezing their eggs, yeah. freezing their faces. Yeah. The frozen Stopping girls. Stopping time. Stopping time. Yes, trying to. So what would you, like, knowing what you know now, what would you say to people? The, who... the big thing for me was the f- checking your fertility. Mm. And just having that. And knowing what's yeah. going on. Yeah. And not putting your head in the sand. That would be the big thing for me. And also, even, the, I just started this podcast saying I was going to freeze my eggs and I'm ending this podcast saying I'm going to yeah. freeze an embryo. And that's just through having a conversation yeah. with someone. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, just talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Flesh it out and figure out what you want and, and do something. And also, I know, because sometimes people will say, oh, it's not a guarantee. But I know that. Yeah. And what is a guarantee is if you don't do anything, you're definitely not going to have a baby. <laughs> so at least this is something. Yeah, and I think even choosing, like actively choosing not to do it is also doing something. I'm do so, you know what I mean? would love, like I would, I am so envious of those people. Yeah. How am I, how am I, how it's, it frustrates me that at my age, I still can't decide. Mm. That annoys me about myself. Well, maybe your decision will be giving yourself some options because 
giving yourself options doesn't mean that you ever have to do anything with those options. It just means that they're there. Yeah. And actually having those options there might in turn like allow you to make the decision of actually, no, I don't want kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, know, and there's no right or wrong answer. I wish you could rent them like a go car for a while. Just see. Babies or eggs? Babies. <laughs> you can have mine. <laughs> and I won't charge you. <laughs> well, yeah, if she's a performing child, I'll yeah, take yeah, yeah. it. You can have both of them and no, the No, dog. no, no, one, Renee. I said one. I want one, please. Well, you can't pick which one then. <laughs> I'll which you, is, is which I'll give is you the, the three-year-old. Which She's is this mental? Is she? Mm. But isn't it so funny when people talk about their kids with personalities? Because I don't have kids, mm. and I don't, I don't know a lot about kids because obviously yeah. I don't spend time with kids yeah. really. Um, I'm. I could be. Someone could be saying like, I don't. I don't know what age. Someone's saying like, oh, my child said blah 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 the other day. I'm like, how do they speak? They're only three. They're like, Joanne, children speak. I know it's it's crazy three. how much they absorb from you like a two-year-old could you know put you in your place apparently they have little personalities and they all. do they do the nature yeah. nurture thing has always fascinated yeah. me as well mm. um again because i'm adopted yeah because if you had been placed with a different family and you had different parents yeah would you be an entirely different person that's the thing i yeah. don't think so yeah i think it's 50 50 i do think it's both yeah I so do i think i both. think you are born with your own little personality yeah and then that personality is kind of shaped by yeah. your family, by where you live, yeah. what schools you go to. Your friends, all that What jazz. you have access to growing up, yeah. Yeah, I do. I think it's 50-50. I remember reading somewhere, I was like, what an amazing um, analogy. It's like, it's like mixing paint. Like mm. if you put red and white paint in a bucket and it's pink, you can't take can't, it out anymore. Yeah, yeah. You can't decide, you don't know which, you know, which bits are what. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of an interesting way of explaining yeah. it. But yeah. Well, thanks for chatting and watch this space because now apparently you're going to make some. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to buy a man, apparently. <laughs> do I have to pay? Do, I have to, do you have to pay to buy a man? Um, I can't answer that question. You do have to pay to, to buy a donor sperm, though. <laughs> oh, the sperm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't think the man comes with the sperm. But does he not have to speak? <laughs> I can't just DM him late at night or anything. Hey, hon, you up? Um, okay, fascinating. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Fertility Talks, the Therapy Fertility Podcast. If you have, please rate, review and subscribe. For more information on the services we offer, you can visit www.therapyfertility.com.